You're listening to ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to Innovations in Medicine, enhancing the medical community's knowledge of science and biotechnology. Innovations in Medicine is sponsored by Amgen, where pioneering science delivers vital medicines. For more information about Amgen, visit www.amgen.com. Alzheimer's disease is a frightening illness, partly because it seems to erase a lifetime's learning and memories, but also because of that steady, inexorable downward spiral. Once the process begins, it seems, it's only a matter of time before all the things that make us human begin to fall away one by one until we can no longer function. Researchers would love to know how to reverse that process, but is it possible? Scientists at MIT now say they've done it, at least in mice. And it's a big step from treating mice to treating people. But the research has already provided intriguing clues about how the progression of Alzheimer's disease might at least be slowed down in some of its victims in the near future. Our guest is the leader of the MIT research team, Dr. Li Hui Tsai. Welcome to the program, Dr. Tsai. Thank you. Now, in order to do research on Alzheimer's disease in mice, you needed mice with Alzheimer's disease. Where did those come from? Currently, there are many laboratories working on Alzheimer's disease created mouse models for the disease or, you know, model a certain aspect of this disease. The mice might not have Alzheimer's disease as we know it, but have certain parts of the illness. Yes, absolutely. And what about your mice that you work with? What kind of symptoms or what kind of illness do they have? We have a mouse model that actually is quite powerful as far as Alzheimer's-like symptom and pathology. These animals develop learning impairment, loss of memories, and also in terms of the brain pathology, it resembles Alzheimer's in that it has very profound loss of neurons um, in the right place. In the same in the same place where people lose them. Yes, and they also have other feature pathological hallmarks such as cow pathology and elevated beta amyloid peptides. One of the hallmarks of Alzheimer's disease in human beings are these plaques and tangles that we hear so much about. Do the mice get those features? I wouldn't say it looks exactly like what you see in human brains. So in human brain, you have very abundant uh, so-called amyloid plaques or senile plaques and tangles. Our mice do develop tangle-like pathology, but they don't really have the extracellular plaques that you see in human brains, although they do have the elevated A-beta peptides that precedes usually the formation of the plaque. All right, so not exactly like Alzheimer's disease, but close enough to do a lot of interesting study with them. Right. So the part we feel the most intrigued with is the fact that these mice have lost a large number of neurons and the brain is considerably smaller. So this recapitulates, you know, sort of a severe state of human neurodegeneration. This allows us to really ask the question whether when people have already considered considerable pathology, whether there is still anything can be done to attenuate symptoms. So that's the question. Somebody's fairly advanced in Alzheimer's disease. Are the memories gone or are they still there but not accessible somehow? Alzheimer's is one of those human neurodegenerative diseases that a big feature is that it's progressive. You know, it started off with just forgetfulness, and then gradually, you know, you lost the ability to remember things that happened today or yesterday, you know, sort of loss of short-term memory. 
but eventually the long-term memories are also lost. Like, you know, those memories basically define who you are as a person. Now, but but if you were going to try to re- reverse some of that, the memories would have to be still in there somewhere so that you could access them. If the If the tape was erased there wouldn't be anything you can do. Is that right, or am I missing the way that works? That would be the hypothesis we have here. You know, if the memories are completely erased, then, you know, there's nothing to recover from. But you have been able to reverse some of these symptoms in the mice. So tell us a little bit about that, and that that must mean that at least some of those memories are still there somewhere. That is something that, according to our study, this is the most likely explanation. Although I would say future studies still need to be conducted. Let me just take a minute to remind our listeners that this is Innovations in Medicine on ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. I'm your host, Paul Rayburn. We're talking to Dr. Li Hui Tsai about Alzheimer's disease and how it might be reversed. So tell us about the mice. This is very exciting, uh, even though it's only mice. What did you do to them to reverse the symptoms? The most important thing about our animal model, in addition to all this wonderful pathology is the fact that we can actually switch on and off neurodegeneration at well using different diets. Because of the way the mice were genetically were engineered. Genetically engineered. Right. Mm-hmm. So with this feature, we were able to, say, give animals a, a learning task, okay? And then we have various ways to confirm that these animals learn the task. Learning a maze or something? Or what kind of, uh, what's the task like? Right, this is a very simple task. So this is so-called fear conditioning. So what we do is to put, you know, so mice are generally kept in a laboratory cage. But then we can, you know, remove the mice and put it into a, a new place. It's like a chamber-like box. Then, you know, naturally, mice like to explore. They sniff around. And then uh, after a few minutes, you know, we give the mice a very mild shock. Electrical shock. Very mild. It doesn't hurt the mice at all. But it's a very unpleasant experience. This is Really, all the training is okay, and then we give them at least 24 hours, but it can be very long, can be several months. And during this time, the memory will gradually form. So how do we know the, the mice know, uh, learn this? So if we put the mice you know, back to that particular chamber, if they can remember this chamber is associated with that unpleasant food shock, then instead of sort of, you know, being relaxed and explore freely, they actually would just freeze. Right. Now, how, how do you then use that situation to show the reversal of uh, symptoms in Alzheimer's? So after we know that the mice learn, then, you know, what we do is we, we then induce neurodegeneration. And then, you know, after a while, we know, you know, the brain is smaller already, a lot of neurons die. And then we put the mice back to the chamber. And then we know that they forget about the experience. So then we, we say, okay, this is great, right? This is a model for loss of um, long-term memories. Then, you know, we, we try out, you know, a few different things and see whether we can help the mice to gain the memory back. And what was the first thing you tried? This is a very well-established paradigm called environmental enrichment. So instead of keeping the mice in the laboratory cage, which is small and boring, there's nothing in it except for food and water, we keep the mice in a large space filled with toys of different shapes and colors. And we also change the toys daily. So they are exposed to new things continuously. And also we have some, you know, treadmills, running wells they can um, exercise. We also give them companies they can have social interactions. So if we keep the mice in such environment for, for four weeks, we then perform this memory test again. You know, 
we were really, really amazed to see that actually the mice now can remember. You didn't give them another foot shock. You didn't do anything like that. You just sent them out to a nice mouse resort where they could enjoy themselves and do a lot of things, and then the memory came back. It sounds like magic. How, how does that happen? The only thing we can think of is that initially the memories really, you know, they are not completely lost. Somehow the enriched environment allow the re-access to, to the memory. So you can imagine that the memories, you know, they're there but locked in somewhere. The animals couldn't quite locate where the memories were. And then after environmental enrichment, somehow they gained the, the access to the memories again. And then uh, we did some experiments, and uh, we did have some evidence to support this hypothesis because we found that there is really, clearly very robust regrowth of the uh, connections among the brain cells. Wow, some of the connections that have been lost come back. Right, so we propose that there is really a major rewiring process that's going on in the brain. And we think that this really makes a lot of sense in terms of human patients too, because I don't know whether you have heard about this thing so-called fluctuating memories. So even in um, human patients with dementia, that most of the time, you know, they love self-identity, they can remember their own name and you know, family members. But there are really a lot of reports that under certain circumstances or sometimes spontaneously, occasionally, these people will have very sort of transient or short, bright moments. And they seem to be able to remember the details of certain aspects of their life. Spontaneously, they can remember things that they thought were gone or that every... It's as if, you know, nothing ever happened to them. I think that really strongly support the notion that the memories really are, are there all along. I mean, the obvious question here is if you put humans in an enriched environment of some sort, would you bring back those memories in people with Alzheimer's disease? This is a more difficult question to address. I would imagine that people with already dementia, it could be very challenging to really do this kind of enrichment type of... If, pe- um, if people are in a very advanced situation. Very advanced How situation. about somewhere in the middle where they... Yeah, you know? I think this may be helpful. And as far as I know, you know, right now, a lot of scientists are trying to develop different versions of protocols to try on human patients to enrich, you know, their experience and see whether that's beneficial. Well, that's all the time we have. We've been talking about Alzheimer's disease, possibly reversing symptoms in mice, and maybe one day even in humans with Dr. Lee Hui Tsai, a neuroscientist at MIT. Thanks for being with us, Dr. Tsai. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Innovations in Medicine on ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. Innovations in Medicine is sponsored by Amgen, where pioneering science delivers vital medicines.